Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, well, let's call it Marred Monday. Everybody know the game's ugly. You already know to fix your face. It's not how you get to the finish line as long as you win the race. It's your boy, OG. And if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. We're not waving no flags, even though the end of the year is close. If you're not in it for the long haul, you should have already been ghosts. Marred Monday. Call me the rubber band man. I snap back. Let's go. All right, everybody. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Mine was all right until the Cowboys debacle. Let's jump right into with some quick hits from the NFL. Last night, the Ravens uh, take care of the Jags 23-7. The Jags seem to be snake bitten at this point in the, in the, in the season. And Lamar... Lamar Jackson is not called Action Jackson. He's called Action Jackson for a reason. 23-7 Ravens. Same game. uh, Running back Mitchell. He he got injured last night. Looked like a bad knee injury. Uh, The fear is that he's gone for the year. I don't have any updates on it. But it it didn't look good last night. And also from the same game, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence is in concussion protocol. Like I said, it's like they've been snake bit in the last three weeks. But moving on. Still in the NFL, Jalen Hurts has some kind of flu bug. And I don't know about you, but there's no more normal getting sick anymore. You either got COVID or pneumonia or something like that. Don't know what Jalen has, but it's going to be a game time decision for him tonight. So, uh, staying on the Eagles, Matt Patricia is the new play caller for the defense. Now, you know all these New England guys is. They're okay in New England, but then when they go in somewhere else, they're terrible. So, uh, good luck, Eagles. Uh, moving on, uh, Aaron Rodgers should be cleared next week. My question is, to do what? Zach Wilson is in concussion protocol. Come back, Aaron. I dare you. Moving on to the NCAA. Coach Prime, once again, is the transfer portal king. I love it. Haters keep hating. Can't wait till next year. Former Ohio State quarterback McCord, he's headed to Syracuse. Uh, is he allergic to big time football? Ohio State to Syracuse, make it make sense. Then we got Michigan State quarterback Rodgers. He chooses Wisconsin. He had to get out of there because they don't know what they're gonna do at uh, Mississippi State. Toledo quarterback Daquan Finn. He's headed to Baylor. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's a good decision because I don't think the Baylor coach is gonna be there long. Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year, Joey Slackman. He's headed to the Florida Gators. They need all the all the players they can get. And the USC X number one quarterback recruit, Malachi Nelson, hits the transfer portal. No school to, uh, to come in contact with his name yet, so we don't know. I'll let you know as soon as I find out. Bandy is the high New Mexico State's uh, Beck as the new OC. New blood. And Grambling. Set to hire former assistant Mickey Joseph as the head coach. And my question is why? You keep hiring these retreads or the guys that think they know what the program's about. Did Dion not teach you anything? You got to get somebody with a name, some notoriety in there to change things. Keep hiring the guys that's been there before and got fired. I mean, the, 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 uh, 
You're doing the universe a disservice. You're doing the kids a disservice. Nobody's going to want to come to play there. You had Hugh Jackson, former NFL coach. That's some kind of an attraction. Nobody's trying to go play for Grambling. That's all I'm saying. HBCUs, get it together. FSU running back Benson has declared for the NFL draft. Moving on to the NBA. Steph Curry's three-point streak ends at 268 games. It's getting bad at Golden State. Real bad. And Giannis breaks Kareem's franchise rebound record. He's pretty much going to have every record in Milwaukee until he retires or decides to leave. So congratulations to him. Moving on to men's basketball. My heart's heavy this morning. Former UNC star Eric Montrose passes. He won the 1993 National Championship. Eight pro seasons, six different teams. Rest easy, big man. Tar Heel Nation mourns. Moving on, Jawan Howard, who that Montrose 93 team beat in the championship game. He's back on the sidelines after having heart surgery. Uh, welcome back, coach. Good to see you there. Moving on to Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani and uh, Acuna Jr. are the Hank Aaron Award winners. Uh, Shohei for the American League and Acuna, Acuna Jr. for the National League. The Diamondbacks bring back outfielder Guerrero. Former Astro, he inks a $42 million deal. I don't know why the Astros let him go. Then we have uh, Texas ace Matt Scherzer. He's going to be out until midseason next, next year. He's having back surgery. Moving on to golf. The PNC Championship doubles. Bernard Longer and his son, they, they win the tournament, but Tiger and his son come in fifth. Anytime you see Tiger Woods on a golf course, it's a good thing because you know the brothers are watching. Good to see you out there, Tiger. Tennis. Janik Sinner wins the ATP Most Improved Player. The 22-year-old Italian has, has made leaps and bounds to get the award. Nick Kajoyas, Moe's retirement, says he no longer wants to play at the grand old age of 28. Wow. Going to women's tennis. Uh, Simona Halep. She's got, she got to suspended for doping. Fierce career is over after losing her appeal. Uh, the doping suspension is for four years. Uh, she's not in her prime or anything like that, so I don't know why she couldn't come back, but just do it natural. Then in boxing, we got Teofimo Lopez to fight Ortiz in February. Why? Why? I mean, uh, T.O., you got to realize karma is a real thing. The last time you ducked Devin Haney, Cambosis beat you for all the belts. This is like Cambosis Part 2. And I'm I don't I'm not trying to be mean or asshole or anything, but I hope you lose. I hope you lose because you keep all this coward behavior. I mean, you and Tank are making it bad for the sport. Fight somebody that means something. At some point, the O's gotta go, and it's not about the money anymore. And you can't say who's the A side, who's the B side. If if that's your only thing you got for fighting, not fighting, grow up. Moving on. Okay, we're going to jump into some college football. We had the bowl games uh, started off. These these bowl games got some crazy names, but I'm going to run them down for you. Uh, this weekend, we had the uh, Myrtle the Myrtle Beach Bowl. You had Georgia, Georgia Southern versus Ohio. 41-21 Ohio. Uh, USC's former head coach is uh, Georgia Southern's coach. Didn't fare too well. 
Uh, then we had the Cricket Celebration Bowl. You had Howard versus FAMU. I watched this. Edwin James' son is the running back for Howard. And although Howard started fast, uh, FAMU finished, finished faster. 30-26 FAMU. The SWAC finally gets one over the MEAC. Congratulations. Then we go to the RNL Carrier New Orleans Bowl. That was Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. 34-31 Jacksonville State in the overtime thriller. Then we got the Avocados uh, from Mexico Cure Bowl. We had Miami of Ohio versus App State. Uh, App State, the upset Kings, pull it out 13-9 late. Uh, then we have the Osleta New Mexico Bowl. You got New Mexico State versus Fresno State, 37-10 Fresno. Uh, then we had the Starco Brands LA Bowl, UCLA versus Boise State. 35-22 UCLA. They overcame a slow start and multiple starters not playing because uh, guys transferred out. Then uh, finally we had the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. You had California versus Texas Tech. 34-14 Texas Tech. Farewell to my guy, number 32 in your program, Tyreek Matthews. He had an interception in this game. He finished strong. I'm proud of him. Uh, he went through a lot of adversity at Texas Tech. Three different coaches. He never played in the right scheme. He still kept his head up, and he graduated. This kid's going to be on an NFL roster somewhere. And like I said, congratulations to him. And tonight, Monday night, we have the Boca Raton Bowl. It's going to be South Florida versus Syracuse. So check that out. Uh, my awards for college football this year. My awards, this is how my awards are going to go. The best player in college football to me in the whole Tilt Nation was Michael Penix Jr., hands down. He got robbed of the Heisman, but we're not going to talk about that. The best quarterback, Michael Penix Jr. It wasn't even close. We got the best running back. I had Blake Corum from Michigan and Jonathan Brooks from the Longhorns. Uh, honorable mention is Imani Bailey from TCU. Best wide receiver. Uh, Rome Adonza, Washington, the boys electric, and of course Marvin Harrison from Ohio State. It's going to be tough to choose between those two guys. The best defense, Georgia Bulldogs, no question. Best offense, LSU Tigers. That's how Daniels got the Heisman Trophy. Best special teams play, Appalachian State, the upset Kings as always. Best conference, Pac-12, wasn't even close. And the best coach, we had to go with Kalen DeBoer from the Washington Huskies. That's it for college on this Monday. Now, let's step into what was the NFL yesterday, Saturday, and Sunday. First of all, we're going to go ahead and get the Cowboys out of the way. Cowboys fall to the Bills 31-10. The boys didn't get off the bus. I said I wanted them to smash uh, the Bills to get all the Josh Allen talk out of the way. It wasn't even Josh Allen. Dalvin Cook's little brother killed us yesterday with over more than 200 yards on the ground. No adjustments made by Mike McCarthy or the the, the defensive wonderkin they keep calling Dan Quinn. 31-10, man. It was embarrassing. But, hey, what else new? Then we had the Saints versus the Giants. 24-6. The Saints finally show up. Uh, DeVito's magic ran out yesterday. Then we had the Bears versus the Browns. 2017, the Browns hold off fields and the, and the spoilers. Hey, they they looking to ruin people's season. And they almost got it done yesterday. That receiver needs his hands checked. 
The Hail Mary hit him right in the hands, the chest, and the head, and everywhere else. He just didn't catch it. Moving on. We got the Falcons versus the Panthers. Let me just say, I hate the Atlanta Falcons. I hate them because they never win when they're supposed to. They never lose when they're supposed to. And they lost to the worst team in, in, in the pros uh, yesterday, 9-7 to the Panthers. Like I said, I like the coach, and I hope he stays there. But this win is going to get you fired. Moving on. The Texans versus the Titans. No C.J. Stroud, 19-16, the Texans. The team, the team stood up without C.J. That, that, that lets you know they're, they're not a one-trick pony. They're really a problem, really a problem. Good job by the coach. The Chiefs versus the Patriots, 27-17. Chiefs should win, but they don't look good. The Chiefs had every chance to go out and get DeAndre Hopkins or some other receiver. They can make their number one. Go alongside Travis Kelsey and the, the guy that is Patrick Mahomes. But they didn't do it. Like I said, this is the year I thought they were going to have after the Cheetah left. They ended up messing around and won the Super Bowl after the Cheetah left. But they were like, oh, it's no big thing. Guess what? It's a big thing. Moving on, the Dolphins versus the Jets. 30-0, Dolphins without Tyreek uh, Hill, no Hill, no hop, no problem, blowout. And like I said, Zach Wilson is in concussion protocol. Then we had the Commanders versus the Rams, 28-20 Rams. The Rams playing good football. Like I said, I, I know they should be kicking themselves that they didn't get a better start to the season, but injuries had something to do with that. But they're playing some of the best football in the National Football League as of now. Then you had the 49ers versus the Cardinals. 45-29, nothing to see here. I guess a Purdy's the front runner for MVP now, but hey, strangest things have happened. Then we had Tampa Bay versus Green Bay, 34-20 Tampa Bay. As I told you Friday, in Baker, we trust. And then we had, like I said, Baltimore against the Jags. We got that out of the way tonight. Uh, we're going to have uh, Philly versus the Seahawks tonight. Uh, like I said, Jalen Hurts is a game-time decision, and so is Geno Smith. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But let's let's take a look at these divisions right now because just in case you're not caught up, let's take a look at these divisions. In the AFC East, the Dolphins, division is theirs, not unless they have a monumental collapse, no matter how bad they want Buffalo and uh, Josh Allen in. Uh, the Bills are two games back, but I don't see them uh, catching them. They possibly could get in the playoffs, but even that's a, that's a maybe. Then you have the AFC North, the Ravens, uh, up two games on Cleveland. Cleveland, without uh, the star quarterback, old man Flacco is doing a job. I, uh, they're going to be in the playoffs. I have no doubt about it. Then you have the AFC South. You have the Jags and the three-way tie with the Texans and the Colts. It's going to be a fist fight to the end. Your pick on who's going to win. Is 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 any is, is any as good a guess as, as you're gonna get? Cause I don't think the Colts are really gonna be in it. I think it's gonna be between the Texans and the Jags, depending on C.J. Stroud's uh, uh, health and if he can get somebody else to step up since Tank Dale's been hurt. The Jags are the front runners, but don't be surprised if the Texans step in there. Then we have the AFC West, the Chiefs, two games up on Denver. They're so glad Denver lost. Uh, they still got Denver lost Saturday night, but they're not looking good. I don't. They. I don't think they're going to be playing any home games in the playoffs. Uh, then we're going to go out to the NFC. NFC East. The Eagles are in control of their destination. The Eagles and the Cowboys have already clinched playoff berths. So talking about it is is a moot point. 
Then we have NFC North, the Lions. Uh, their next win is pretty much going to lock them up for the division leaders. The Vikings are in second place. They're lurking, but they don't have a quarterback. So moving on. NFC South, Tampa Bay. Like I said, it's between Tampa Bay and uh, the Saints right now. The Baker Mayfield, David Carr showdown. I'm still taking Baker. Then finally in the NFC West, you have the 49ers. The Niners have it locked up. Uh, the Rams are not catching them. Uh, that's just the way it is. Brock Purdy, MVP or not, who knows. My MVP speculations, I'm not picking anybody right now because nobody has separated themselves. Like I said, Lamar Jackson is the MVP, but they like to find ways to discredit him. So I'm not giving anybody any credit. Moving on to the NBA. Let's see what's happening in the NBA. NBA, let's get to these divisions to see what's happening. Atlantic Division, Boston. Best record in the NBA. I still don't trust them in Joe Missoula. It's the rotations are still atrocious, but hey, somehow they still have the best uh, record in the league. Hey, it works. Uh, second and second place is Philly. Philly's two games back. Embiid needs to do more. I mean, 42 points and setting out the fourth quarter, that, that's fine. But when you play in the big-time teams, I need you to close the games in the paint and not from the three-point line. Like I said, Embiid could do more. In the central, you got the Bucks. Giannis and Dame are finally getting that two-man thing together, but the bench is a concern. And right behind them, you've got the Pacers. After being humbled by the Lakers in the play in the uh, season end tournament, they've been playing good basketball. And right behind them is Cleveland making noise, still waiting on the uh, the Mobley, the big man, to show up. If he doesn't show up, they're just going to be another team when the playoffs roll around. Then we got the Southeast. Got Orlando. Like I told you, Lando's a tough out. These young guys are a problem, and they're not a secret anymore. So people are coming out and like, hey, we got to get in these guys early or, or they're going to take us to, to, to the extreme. And in second place, you got Miami. They always start slow. They're going to go wherever Jimmy takes them and how much Tyler Hero has improved. Coming out, not being a six-man anymore, but to a starter. Then we're going to go out west. We got Northwest, the Timberwolves. I thought this was Anthony Edwards' team at the beginning of the year, but Cat, a big cat that showed up and reclaimed his big brother status. Uh, it works, and they're winning, and they're in first place, so nothing else to be said. OKC, Shea and the boys want all the smoke. I'm surprised they're not in first place, but yeah, like I said, Shea and the boys, like Orlando, better than Orlando, they want all the smoke. And then third, you got the uh, defending national, the defending champions injuries and uh, no bench. Uh, we're going to see how great Jokic really is going down the stretch or at least until the All-Star break. Moving on, then we're going to get out to the Pacific. You got the Kings who are finally in, in, at full strength. Uh, They're they looking to make some moves. Draymond, that could be a landing spot for Draymond if, if uh, the Golden State Warriors are willing to pull a trigger on that. But I think that's a little too much money. For them, after paying some bonus. Uh, second place, the Clippers. Looks like they figured it out. Uh, I have to see more. But when will Harden's ego show up? Because if you look at the way they're playing now, he's playing the same way he played in Philly. And he was crying about not being him. He's the system. He's not the system there. He's not the first option. He's not the second, second option. He's the third option. That's pretty much what he was in Philly. So I'm like, what's the difference? Daryl Morey got a, got a new contract. You didn't. Nobody's going to pay you big money, not unless you win, win, win it all this year. 
Nobody trusts you that much. Then we got the Lakers. The Lakers are the most up and down team in the NBA. I mean, they're looking to make more trades to blame people for when LeBron doesn't take them to the promised land. Zach Levine, if you go there, you're crazy. And finally, we got the Suns. The Bill, the Bradley Bill trade was not a good move. Neither was hiring Frank Vogel. I mean, booking KD gonna be exhausted if the, if they make it uh, to the to the playoffs. They're gonna be exhausted. Uh, man, and 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 Vogel is a la Steve Nash. He he gotta go. He gotta go. He's his rotations are just as bad as Missoula's. He doesn't know who to put on the floor, when to put him on the floor. And the fact that they won't dress the they won't address the point guard situation blows my mind. Like I said, you you don't have to go get John Wall or some some other guy, but get somebody. Book pushes the pace too much. So come on. Do something. Moving on. NCAA men's. Like I said, the men's is always the upsets. So we're going to run them down. Number one, Arizona falls to number three, Purdue. Number six, Baylor falls to unranked Michigan State. It was a blowout. I couldn't believe it. And number 13, Clemson falls to unranked Memphis. Memphis is not ranked right now, but they will be. Uh, game of note this weekend. You had Auburn versus USC. 91-75 Auburn. Isaiah Collier on the USC team is projected to be the number one pick going into the draft what draft g league draft the kid i saw yesterday if, if he's touted as the number one pick yeah basketball wise we in trouble and Bronny james is on the same team people got to understand Bronny james is Bronny james is not his, his father he's talented not special and even if he makes the league He'll be a good backup point guard for somebody, but he's not going to be the guy running the show, the leader, or any of that. I don't care who his father is. And I think Bron is being, he, he's doing a disservice to his son by setting him up for failure. Because, like I said, Bron, he's, he's not that dude. He's a good team player, but he's not that dude. And the guys that couldn't get to you while you were in the league are going to target Bronny when he gets to the league. And it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Lucky for you, got a, you got a second son coming along. Bryce, he may be that dude. So you might get retribution in the end, but I don't like the way it's looking for Bronny. We're going to go with the top 10. The, the new uh, rankings should be out uh, end of the day. They weren't out before the show came on, but Arizona, they still have Arizona as the number one team. Like I said, they lost to Purdue 92-84. We had Kansas. They just survived the scare from Indiana, 75-71. Like I said, Purdue already gave they beat uh, Indiana. Number four, Houston uh, survived uh, Texas A&M, 70-66. Keep saying, over Kelvin Sampson, you need a scorer. UConn, they beat Gonzaga last week, 76-63. You had Baylor, like I said, lost to Michigan State. Marquette in a close one, edges St. Thomas, 84-79. Number eight, Creighton beat Alabama, 85-82. Yes, Creighton is for real. Number nine, UNC, the Tar Heels, late mistakes. They fall to Kentucky, 87-83. And like I said, number 10, Gonzaga lost to UConn. Jumping into the women's, we had South Carolina, 99-29 over Presbyterian. South Carolina is the Death Star, and Dawn Staley is Vader. Just know that. Number two, UCLA versus 
UCLA last time they played last week 95-78 over Florida State and at number 3 NC State 66-54 over South Florida number 4 Iowa Caitlin Clark 104-75 over Cleveland State number 5 Texas 88-75 over Arizona Hook'em uh, number 6 USC 85-53 over UC Riverside Number seven, LSU, 81-36 over Northwestern State. Kim Mulkey got ejected. And we had number eight, Colorado, 95-74 over UT Arlington. Number nine, Stanford, 81-51 over Portland. And number 10, Baylor, 75-57 over Miami. <clears throat> Excuse me, now we're going to boxing tank. Tank is clearly ducking. I mean, everything on the internet, I mean, it's just a back and forth ridiculous. We just want these guys to fight. That's it. We just want them to fight. The contracts, and all, he gonna, by the time Tank fights somebody, he's gonna be past his prime, the way it's looking. Then we have Boot, Enos versus Crawford. They, they're trying to make that fight, and I hope they do, because like I said, Boots, Enos deserves a shot. He's been, he's been waiting, but he, like, he's been a boogeyman of two divisions. Still, nobody wants to make the fight. Somebody make a fight. We're tired of waiting around. And we're tired of, them, tired of them posturing. Well, that was a quick one. That's all I have for you on a Monday. As always, it's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-T.